This podcast is an exploration of personal identity. I'm sure there will be times I use terms or language that don't feel right for you, and the language I use will likely continue shifting and evolving as I also learn, change, and grow in my identity. This is part of the process I'm sharing here. So I ask that you listen with an open heart, an open mind, and I welcome respectful engagement and polite feedback at any time. If not with myself directly, then I hope you will bring your thoughts to your own community and find meaningful dialogue within yourself and the relationships in your daily life. I'm glad you're here. Hi there, friends. As seems to be the trend with this podcast for a bit now, it's a little less frequent. And just as I feel moved to come in here. And this episode will probably be, I feel like what is also becoming a little bit of a trend for me with these episodes is kind of part update on just things going on in my life and part, I hope, encouragement for anybody who finds themselves, you know, walking some similarly themed paths or seasons. And so I just appreciate you being here and just welcome. I'm sitting in the room that housed me during quarantine when I first arrived here at the farm. It was the middle of winter 2021 and I was coming here in the midst of crisis. And now I stare out at this mountain and forest that have been my constants for the past year and a half and I'm just feeling so much tenderness and gratitude and awe just for how much life that has continued and evolved through my seasons here. I am getting ready to move on from this place and For the first time in over a decade, I've been reflecting on this a lot because this is pretty significant. (laughs) I am doing this move not in the midst of crisis. I am doing so from a place of stability, from a place of being more resourced, like inside myself and also externally and from having a growing sense of just trust in myself and in my ability to navigate you know whatever comes since arriving at the farm I have been in a space of deep healing, and that's looked like a lot of things over my year and a half here. I've 
you know, dived headfirst in some of my life's biggest traumas in therapy and just on my own and in relationship with others, um, I've learned some things about living in community. Um, As transient, you know, and unique as this community is, um, it's taught me, it's taught me some things that were new for me. I've discovered Uh, deconstructed a lot of beliefs and patterns. I finalized my divorce here. I questioned my sexuality and came out as queer, much to my surprise and probably a lot of other people's. And then I, you know, questioned gender and for the first time and came out as non-binary. I went back into the world of dating for the first time in a long time and in it as a queer person for the first time. I met someone, fallen in love. I've learned some things about farming some things that work for me, some things that don't. I've had other loves grow up out of that more deeply. I've learned some things about how to really hold boundaries for myself. I've watched some relationships leave my life, at least for now. And I started a podcast. (laughs) So lots of things. The month of October historically has been so beloved in my life. It's like my favorite colors abound during this month, usually. I mean, I like to say, if people ask me what my favorite color is, it's October. It just, that covers it. Um, Some of my favorite foods and flavors are during this time. And I I break into a sort of um, nesting that revolves around baking up a storm. I find myself wanting to return to like quiet, cozy afternoons or evenings of reading like a good mystery novel. I uh, relish the crisp coolness of the temperature and the weather changing. I love Halloween, but even more so um, the pagan holiday Samhain, which reminds me a lot of Day of the Dead, um, which is really special to me. So this October, I will be finishing work at the farm coinciding with the end of our harvest season, which feels like a really natural and good ending point for this season of my life. I'll be moving into a new home with new housemates in the city of Albany, New York, which is not a place I ever imagined I would end up, which seems to be the theme of my life (laughs) the last two years. I've just kind of bounced around from 
place to place, not ever imagining that I would have ended up where I ended up. And so it's kind of fun to see how that's taken shape and yet um, to feel like I have my own sense of agency in this. I'm choosing to move there um, for various reasons and I feel excited about it. Um, I'll also be, you know, staying with my sweetie for a little while to help you know, while he's recovering from top surgery, which is really exciting. And I'll be, you know, preparing to start a new job, which is not farming. Um, It'll be a flurry of transition, literally a change of life season happening while the world outside just is transforming and shedding um, right before my eyes. I love the synchronicity of that, of seasons, and the natural world, and, you know, our own little worlds within ourselves and around ourselves. As many of you know, I'm a sucker for a good ritual. I, like, love rituals so much, which is partly why, uh, largely why, I connect so much with, um, you know, the wheel of the year and just pagan um, ways of of celebration and and marking time throughout the year. Um, And so I I just find such comfort and groundedness in having these like tangible rituals that honor and reflect some kind of an inner experience or Maybe they mark the passage of time or the beginning or the end of something that is significant to me. And I've been thinking about what rituals I want to practice this autumn, equinox, which is just two days from now. And I find myself returning to an article I wrote two years ago while I was... I was in a season of doing more freelance writing and I was regularly contributing to an online publication called the elephant journal. And, um, I have a a vivid memory of where I was when I wrote this article. I had recently broken up with the man who had really been responsible for helping me wake up to a readiness to, to, you know, close the door on my marriage and, and step into something, um, that was truly, you know, like freedom and life for me. And it was not that. And I had moved across the country with this man, yeah, <laughs> but um, but it was on a it was a pretty wild and trusting leap of faith in myself more than in the relationship that I had with him. Um, it was like the first time in my life that I was had been really willing to take that kind of a a risk on myself, and um, for how impetuous it must have seemed to a lot of people. Um, it, it really was, 
it was just my way of really stepping out and showing myself what I was worth and that I would go to, you know, great lengths to, um, to make amends to myself, really. So this guy and I were a horrible idea, <laughs> which I didn't know at the time, but learned pretty quickly. Um, but the act of saying yes to him for this move and saying yes to myself is one I just remain so grateful for. I have no regrets. It set into motion so many things that I don't think would have happened um, if I hadn't done that. But there I was, sitting in his apartment while he was at work at night, and it was post-breakup, and I was overwhelmed and scared and feeling truly on my own. And I remember sitting with my candles lit in a window and tearing off pieces of paper and writing on each strip a gift from that year, 2020. When I had finished, I had quite the pile. And I sat there and pulled up each sheet of paper and read them aloud. And I remember it settling over me how sacred all this was. I just remember being in tears. I remember it filling me up on the inside and giving me like a sense of peace and strength for what? For the unknown that lay ahead of me. So I want to take a moment and just share and read what I wrote that year and share my experience of this ritual, which I have done again this year. So allow me to share this article with you. I sit here on the sofa, wrapped in darkness in a fuzzy blanket, two nights from the autumn equinox. A red candle flickers beside me as I stare out the dirt-streaked window at a stationary fleck of light hovering above the roof. A star. For the first time all day, my breathing is slowed. My body is unclenching itself. My heart, finally, can be heard in the stillness. I curl up within the arms of this moment and let the tears fall. These are tears of gratitude, release, knowing. I am not this clenching, this sickness in the pit of my belly, this anxious flutter of my heart, this darkness, no. I am this flicker of light that hovers in the darkness, casting a shadow in a willowy dance across the wall. I am, in this moment, an equinox, bearing equal weight between light and dark. We woke up this morning to face the reality of a bright light, a steady flame, having passed from the earth, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. 
and now we must step into the void she left behind with our flickering flames lit against the night. We woke to flames, still consuming the land across the west, to smoke and darkened skies and heavy lungs. We woke to political wars, unending. They seemed to burn through us all like wildfire. We woke to a smoldering pandemic, not yet extinguished. We woke to birds dropping from the sky by the thousands, scattered like fallen stars across the body of earth. We grieve, we sit, we kneel, we scroll, we pace, we fight, we collapse, we keep breathing. But here, we also reach for our matches and illuminate the dark. On slip after slip of torn yellow paper, I write one word or a few in black ink, folded in half. I stuff them inside a jar until it is full. These are the gifts from 2020, my jar of thanks. I pull them back out and read them one by one. The naming of each gratitude is a candle struck in the dark. And though the room is unchanged, I swear the light from these slips of paper is spilling out the windows to the night. Autumn is a time to celebrate abundance, harvest, bounty. Though this year has, at times, closely resembled plagues of biblical proportion, this inventory of blessings reminds me of what not, has not only survived, but sprung from the devastation of fires, floods, and pestilence. Each scrap of paper is its own bounty. Beauty, friendships, acts of courage, generosity, faith, provision, growth, resilience, wonder, grief, joy, slip after slip after slip. I scatter them on the floor and sit in awe of the harvest. As the season turns and I turn with it, I am reminded of all the sustenance that has come to me, all the seeds I have sown into the soil of my life, all the rays of sun, all the rain, all the wind, all the digging, excavating, and uprooting, all the pauses to rest, all the moments I couldn't rise, all the moments I did anyhow. In the midst of unprecedented hardship, these words of thanks glow bright inside the walls of my heart. May you bask in the glow of your own bright thanks as we, in the Northern Hemisphere, welcome the autumn equinox. May we gather our bounty, feed our souls, and share the abundance with each other and the earth. As a deep feeling person, it's not news that I'm feeling a lot of deep things as I reflect back on, you know, 
the first almost 10 months of this year, 2022, and as I prepare to, yeah, switch seasons, and I look back and I, you know, it's easy for me to get discouraged at where I'm at in a moment when I feel like I'm still kind of struggling through a lot of the same shit, you know? It's like, I, I feel like the things that I was really struggling with in 2020 when I wrote that article are very familiar still. And yet, it's easy to oversimplify. It's easy to miss the nuances. It's easy to miss all of the deep evolution that has happened when it's just I'm, I'm identifying with a similar experience or similar feeling. And I think, God, I have not come very far at all. That's so not the truth, and I imagine the same is tr- is true for you know anyone listening to this um, who has you know has some familiar familiar challenges that have been with you for a while, and you know yet you've been doing your tender best <laughs> to um, to really lean into the opportunities to to get curious and to grow and to heal these things and to really make reparations and to, you know, um, even rewire, rewire your brain, which, God, isn't that a lot of work? Can we just stop and have a lot of just compassion and grace for ourselves? Um, in just what a big undertaking that is, um, I think I've, I say that throughout various episodes, partly because I, I need to remember that myself, but also because I think it's easier to hear it from somebody else. So I hope that somebody else out there who's listening to this that has a tendency to get discouraged and be really hard on yourself for, you know, how long it seems to be taking to, to rewire your brain around certain things, um, then hear it from me. I'm proud of you. It's a big fucking deal to do that work. And it takes a lot of time. And so I hope that you can go gently with yourself. And I hope that you can stop at times and just recognize and celebrate how far you've come. And I hope that you can celebrate being in process without it being complete. Isn't that the hard part? I think we want to celebrate completion. That it's hard to allow ourselves to celebrate when there hasn't been a completion. But so much of the time, this journey with healing is not about completion. It's really about the journey. And so when do we get to celebrate? If we're only focused on when we're quote-unquote healed, God, we're going to miss out on so much. And I'm, again, speaking to myself here, and also to anybody else who needs to hear that. Um, so I've been feeling some of that discouragement of just, I thought I'd be further along by now. I thought I wouldn't still be struggling with so much with some of these same things. And, um, and so when I sat down and I made, I tore off my slips of paper again. And I just started writing down 
starting in my memory with the month of January and working my way through the months up until the present, writing down, I mean, there's so many more things I could have written down, so many more small things. It, it would just be just perpetual um, kind of flow of, of little things that I could just be really grateful for. Um, but I just kind of went with a stream of consciousness off the top of my head, things that were popping up to me and just wrote them down. And it just felt like, again, that filling myself back up and really like recognizing how much I have. And so, um, I just really love this little ritual. I mean, there's so many forms of this. I mean, people keep gratitude journals and that's great. I've never been really consistent with that, but I love this. I love these like seasonal pauses and invitation to like really take an inventory and, and sit with like kind of the bounty of it, you know? So I just wanted to share a few that I like pulling out of my little sack here that I'd written down. You know, they don't have to be all really deep or anything. They can be really small. Um, like one of the ones I pulled out is this, I wrote the Luna Moth. There was this day not too long ago where I found a Luna Moth in the woods. And I thought, I thought this moth was a leaf on the forest floor. And it was a moth who's, you know, was at the end of their life. And I'd never seen a luna moth. I, I, I picked this luna moth up, brought them back to my room. Um, and they, you know, they passed away in my hands. And um, it was really, whew, it was really special moment. Just a whole the whole experience was pretty spiritual for me. Um, so, you know, the Luna Moth, grateful. Um, I have written down um, learning to reparent myself. That's a big one. I'm really grateful for that. And that, again, is not something that's complete. It's something that's ongoing and will be ongoing probably for most of my life. Uh, but I am so grateful for what I am learning and how to do that. This is a good one. Not having the birthday I hoped for um, <laughs> back in January. It was, an, it was such a letdown, such a heartbreak at the time. The circumstances surrounding it involving another person. And uh, it was like such a huge gift. And honestly... That set into motion me getting back into the dating pool and and then pretty quickly connecting with the person that, you know, with Camille, who's, you know, my love. Um, and so um, that's a huge gift. Um, I have written down finding affordable housing in Albany. Affordable being <laughs> relative, right, to the economy now. Um, with housemates that I'm excited to get to know. Um, that's a big one. Um, <laughs> I have written down heart rocks. Just love the practice of finding rock shape or rock shaped. 
heart-shaped rocks wherever I go. Um, it's something that I kind of did on my own, um, but do a lot more with Camille now because Camille finds rock hearts everywhere and so it's just special to have a growing collection of those. Um, I have written down uh, Naked Harvests, which is um, <laughs> some of the best memories of harvesting this summer by far are the ones where a little group of us just decided it was too damn hot to be wearing clothes or at least to be wearing all of our clothes and so you know we just stripped down various uh, states of nudity and 90 plus degree weather and just harvested naked. It was wonderful. I will always cherish that. Um, ah, this one also at the beginning of the year, I did a podcast episode about this, but not being harmed in the car accident that totaled the car that I was in. Um, that was really frightening. And, um, really like a transformative experience for me. Um, again, that episode, who I can't remember the name of that episode or which, which one that was, but, um, yeah, in one of my earlier episodes in February, I believe. Um, then, um, <laughs> my current situation, I'm goat sitting and bunny sitting right now for some people who are away on vacation and I get to feed and care for these goats and bunnies every day. And that's such a huge gift and a dream of mine. Um, and this last one, you know, again, I've got a whole bag of these, but, um, I've been, I was asked about a month ago to, if I would like to share part of my story on the Today Show live, which is like what they stream online. And, um, you know, it's small, it's a small little segment that, that, that will air at some point in October, which also feels just really like fitting with the season. Um, but that was really fun. Surprise gift to have, you know, just been randomly found on Instagram. <laughs> and uh, invited to share what I hope will resonate with some other people. So anyways, it's just like such an affirming practice, this ritual. And I, I think it, there's, there's so many names in this bag that I've written down of people that I've come across that this year for the first time that I've grown to love and others who've continued to journey with me that I love and um, I just you know <laughs> I know people preach gratitude over and over again and again I I get tired of like the um, you know this isn't like a a cutesy Pinterest board sort of like, let's do this thing, you know, or it, it's, it's a real thing that can just be whatever you make it to be. But, um, it's, it's one of the best practices that I have in my toolbox. So, um, just a shout out for that 
So, um, so I want to just say thank you to whomever is listening to this, uh, whether this is your first time listening or you have been following along for a while. Um, I wish I could see your faces. I could feel a little bit more connected in that way, but just, um, knowing that there are some people out there that feel some kinship or companionship with what I share here, um, is in itself a huge gift. So thank you for being, and I wish you all some light held in the dark this autumn equinox, or if you're in the southern hemisphere, the spring. (laughs) All right, go gently, my friends. Thank you.